Welcome back to Mom Talk, and I'm so excited because on this episode, we get to have my sister on here. Welcome, Julianne. Hi, everybody. And Victoria and Julianne know each other, too, not only through me, but their boys are at daycare together. Yes, they are rowdy together. Yeah. Okay, so Julianne has had two boys. Take it over. Yes, Drake is seven. He'll be eight in April. Calvin just turned five. They are the epitome of wild and crazy. So They are, like when you think of a boy. Yes, they're the definition of noise with dirt on it. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> did you know when you were young that you wanted to be a mom? Or did it come later? Like, when did you feel this feeling? I need to or have did some... it just happen? Yeah, I just surprised had some kids. Yeah, I mean... I think I just kind of, I'm kind of a go with the flow, go with the flow girl, so it just kind of happened. But Cody wanted kids. Yeah, I mean, I knew I wanted kids eventually, but it just, yeah, just kind of happened. Happened when it happened. Yeah, and yeah, it turned out I was, turned out I was a little, little bit pregnant on the wedding, didn't realize. Okay, So And then, then found out, uh... A little bit after the, little bit after the honeymoon, came home and oh, there we go. Yeah, that's fine. Just a st- just one little tiny step ahead. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I had, I would call them pretty easy pregnancies, and so did mom. So I thought you would too, but I feel like that's a hard no. Um, definite no. Did it start um, out easy? I had all the nausea. I don't know if I would go so far as that hyperemesis gavadrium as they call it the I was never like hospitalized as far as the nausea but I mean I only gained the five pound which is what the baby was I just I threw up pretty much the whole time um that's miserable you lived on air yeah until the until the diclegis came the medicine so that that was really helpful that was a godsend but how far along were you enabled to get that medication second trimester maybe until i was able to get that so that was helpful but still i had to keep like all the you know like all the scents all the scents hit you all the odors mm-hmm. and they just hit you i always had to keep like a peppermint on me to disguise you know I know you didn't feel well but you really hide it well like you didn't complain I I mean I wouldn't know how miserable she really was no I guess I just I guess I just saw internalize I mean did you go cry at home or you just don't say anything she just go throw up and then her life (laughs) yeah that's what you do that's what morning sickness that's what morning sickness is okay see I don't have experience yeah I mean Victoria you don't complain either I worked with you every day and I wouldn't know you didn't feel bad no you just go throw up and I mean, didn't feel good. To work. Well, yeah, okay, now that I think about it, I was super mean to Cody. Okay, okay well. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> you have to have somebody. Yeah, I was super crazy to him. The father of the child should be the one to get it. Yeah, I was super crazy. Did he, like, wonder what he'd gotten himself into, <laughs> like, this new person? Yeah. Um, or did he not comment? But he, he's the type that thinks all that stuff is all in your head. Oh. See, Jared has a touch of that. He's Throwing like, up is? Well, like... No, like mind over matter. Yeah. Oh. Kind of like power through. It's not, it's not like, that bad. Like... It's, mm. a, it's not all in your head, but like... That's when I want to get that. Your mind can override it. 
Okay, that's yeah, when that's I want to get the contraction yeah, machine just, out. Yeah. Just, yeah, just tell yourself you're not stressed. Yeah. Right. When and people, then you won't be. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, just get over it. You're fine. Okay, so did you ever feel better or only with the meds? Like, you didn't get out of this sickness. No. Nausea both, with both boys for sure, both pregnancies. The diclegis kept the throwing up at bay, but, like, the nausea was at a dull roar, I felt like, the whole time. Okay, and then when did you learn you were trying to have Drake earlier than you should? I was at work, work at Walgreens, so I'm always on my feet, um, always running around. and Pharmacy tech, so yeah. she's super busy. Pharmacy tech at Walgreens. So I felt like the tightening, you know, around my belly button, around my belly area. So I called, like, like my OB nurse. And left a message, told her what I was experiencing, and she called me back, and she was like, yeah, I think you need to go in. I I think you need to go in and get checked out. How far along were you? Um, So I think this was week 26, because Calvin was even earlier. Mm -hmm. So somewhere around with Drake, it was around 26 to 30. Yeah, with him, with him, uh... Yeah, I called in. They told me to go in. Get Did you just out. go to the doctors or to the I ER? went to I went to Tenova. I went okay. to the hospital. Yeah, and I was stuck there for a while. Were you in labor, having contractions? Yes, I was in labor. They were able to put the magnesium drip in, and that was horrible. That I would not wish on anybody. That's the thing made by the devil himself. Um, I mean, just seeing you on it was terrible. You looked miserable. I mean, I was, the thoughts that you have on that, I mean, so if anybody doesn't know what that is, that's what stops the contractions. That's what slows, slows the contractions down, stops your labor. So obviously it's really handy, but um, it makes your body feel like you're on a bed of hot coals. Mm-hmm. I had to have the big, com- I swear, I had a big box fan in front of me, and I had two personal fans on each side of me. Wet rag. Wet rag on, on top of my forehead and one under my neck. And you have to have the bolus of the IV, and then you have, what, four more hours of it or something? Yeah, you just have so to just lay there and wait. Mm-hmm. And then that makes you throw up too it's just the worst feeling ever I just yeah that was terrible I would never that that feeling right there is my main birth control (laughs) yeah it's a miracle you have two kids I know after that so how long were you there that stay like so that stay probably like three or four days um they were able to stop it you know at Tenova there I don't know if I would say lenient or not as strict, but I don't even know if I would say... You think they should have kept you. Careless. Right. Um, They just were checking off the box of that's what they were supposed to do and then you left. Yeah, so... And had you dilated at all? I was dilated. I I think I was probably only at like a... I think I was probably only at like a two or three then. So, yeah, you stopped the contractions. Did so. you have to get shots for his lungs at that point too? Or is that a different time? 
Like to develop. I think the second go around with Drake, I was, I did have to, I did. So after that, for after that little stint, I did go home probably for a few days, and then I went back again. Were you on bed rest? Yes. Did you have to quit your job? I can't remember. I didn't. I mean, I didn't have to quit, but <laughs> I did. I obviously had to do the FMLA, so I couldn't go back. Okay. Until after, you know, basically I started my maternity leave right there. Right. So then you're propped up at home and a couple days later you're contracting again. Yeah. So I go back. Did you have to do the drip again? And do the drip again. Mm. Oh. I'm like, I have like anxiety hearing about that. Yes. I do the drip again. The, yeah, the thoughts that come through your head when you're on that and like the mental, the mentality of it, I'm just like, all right, well, well I can... I don't, I don't have to do that. I, my, I can just have this baby and then it'll be fine. You yeah. were just ready. Like, don't do this again. I'm sure I, he's fine. It's fine. There's yeah. got to be another option. It's fine. But it's, I had to I had to push through that. I'm like, all right, I got to keep my baby. I got to keep my baby in as long as I can. Keep him safe. That's when they did another drip. They got the contraction slowed down again. Then they did the shots for his lungs. So that was good. I think at that I was at, well, I think I went home again after that. And then at 34 and a half weeks is when I went in again for the last time. Like, did you know he was coming at that point? Like, there's no stopping or you just... Well, they tried to stop it again with a dang other magnesium drip. You went through it. (laughs) So I had three rounds of that. But at that time, they... It slowed down a little bit, but not where they liked it. So at that point, that nurse, I think she was, they were like, screw it. So they went totally the opposite. They did a 180 and they started the Pitocin. Wow. That is a quick 180. Um, They tried to wait a little bit because you don't want, as they call it, a magged out baby. Oh, what would that do? So... I mean, it slows everything down, so it slows your baby down in a sense. Like, gosh, that is so crazy to think about. It slows the movement down. I don't know. Like, like, is he gonna come out of you asleep? I mean, I don't know. I don't even know exactly what would happen. But they didn't want whatever they didn't, it yeah, was. They, yeah, they didn't want that. I was a. I felt like I was a little magged out, as they call it. Still, mm-hmm. I mean. I still hated life, and I felt like I wasn't as present as I could have been. Yeah, they started the Pitocin. They did that dang ball that's as big as a whale they put between your legs to... I'm like, we both have C-section. I know, we're straight. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. They put a big-ass ball. I guess the ball that you would... Oh, no, it's a peanut. They call it a peanut. Okay, I've seen this. The I've big, seen this they, on my birth story. Yes. Okay, so they put a big blow-up peanut in between your legs. <laughs> yes. They guess they want to stretch out, trying to stretch out your cervix and stuff or something. I have not seen this, and I got to be there for Drake, but it um, wasn't during the stretching. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a big blow-up peanut. I was like, okay, I'm just along for the At ride. At this point, do whatever. Yeah. Get this baby out of me now that that's the plan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I still had... Oh, we didn't talk about the catheter. Of course, every time you have a magnesium drip, you have to have a catheter because you can't get up because your legs are magged out as well. Um, So you can't get up and relieve yourself because you can hardly feel your legs. I'm seriously listening, and I'm like, how did you have a second child? I know. I don't know. (laughs) 
I really don't. Go on. I don't know know either. So, was the catheter miserable? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean... There's just so much sometimes, going on. Yeah, so I don't know how I forgot about that until now. Sometimes I have nightmares about that. I'm uh, like, you have to have, like, some, like, medical anxiety or, like, PTSD right. for real from this. Yeah. Things are moving along. Have you called the family? Um, Everybody's got to come. Yes, everybody's coming. Pretty much everybody is on the way. Did Aunt Joy make it? Yes. Remember, I think, because there's a picture in the baby book of you, Joy, and Amy all sitting on the couch right there. Okay, you're right. Cody's sister Amy is sitting right there. And Aunt Joy, and she Aunt comes Joy. to all of our births because yeah. she's worked at the hospital. So she it's like in. it's like not official so that's unless our, she's there. That's like yeah. my Aunt Cindy. Exactly. Yeah. Her Aunt Cindy works at the hospital, so okay. she gets it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So and I think Cody was on a on a job, so he came in and Wait, he hadn't been there? Well, I'm like, hold on. Well, I mean, at this time, this was my third visit. Right, right. So I think I was like, I'll call you if it's happening or something like that. And so then it was. And, yeah. And like I said, Julian didn't complain still. I could tell she was miserable. But if it were me, I, everybody would know it. I would need everybody to take me to the hospital. Yeah, Cody, you're going to watch me be miserable every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, so nice of you. That was really nice of you. Uh, I just remember Cody, the, wh- wherever he came from working, I guess it was with, not insulation, but like, I don't know, sawdust or something. He was something. gross. Oh, man. He was covered in white stuff. <laughs> the <laughs> the stuff, construction, I yeah. don't know, stuff. I was like, okay, it's, it's lovely. So I didn't feel one single thing at all. Um, I pushed. They told me to, you know, push like you're... Dropping a deuce. So that's what I did. And I and I got to hold her legs. It, and, that's the first live birth I've okay. seen. It and was I, amazing. And I shit everywhere. Oh, I missed that process. part. I mean, I hear but that. But you're pushing the right way. Oh, Cody. Yeah, Cody told me I did that. He said, yeah, you just shit on yourself. Well, so well, did you, know, you care if he's like looking all up in oh, there? Because you know no. some people are like, I'm not looking there. Yeah. No. Okay. They did offer a mirror for me, and I said, Hell no. That's <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Well, I do remember that. Well, and that was still after like I was still kind of nausea from the mag, and so I was like, if I saw that, I think I would vomit everywhere. Right. So I didn't do it. I was still kind of sour stomached. Have you seen anybody give birth yet? No. Okay, it is and, amazing, and it's on my list. You gotta find it's somebody to have a kid. I don't have a girl. Either. I know, and so that's why I'm kind of bitter about that. That's kind of salty. So like, who are you gonna get to watch? Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, maybe I'll sneak in with Emma or something. Yeah, um, surely. But yeah, so we're ready to go. I'm pushing for like 90 minutes, and I think 90 minutes is the max. Like 90 minutes is the max before they take you back for a C-section almost. The Tidwell heads are 99% or whatever. Drake did have a big head. They're huge. Um, Even so early. Yes. And Mm -hmm. the next thing I know... The the nurses are coming in and taking my place. Well, Doc came in and he's been watching from the corner, but doctor came over and did an episiotomy, Mm. cut me down from hole to hole. Drake slid out and then... And you didn't feel that? And then sit and then you screamed. Do you remember you screamed when he came out? I just... I and was, that's how I knew he finally came out. It was just so crazy. And you came... And yeah, you screamed, and that's how I knew he came out. I mean, I know it sounds I cliche, could, but watching this baby... I couldn't, I couldn't feel, feel anything. Come into the world, and you're my sister, so seeing you do it, it was so... I can't explain yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and I'm the... I'm the... How many women in this family... 
And y'all have all had C-sections. C-sections. And I'm the only, only one vaginal. One. I know. I'm so happy for you. I'm the only one vaginal and, of course, have to have these problems. But, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know which one I prefer. <laughs> but, I like the C-section after I'm, hearing you talk. But, yeah, so... They, so, he was 34 weeks. Um, thir- Yeah, 34 and a half. Okay. Yeah, 34 and so, a half, you knew so. he was going straight to the NICU. Um, yes. Um, they put him on my chest just for a second. Cody cut the cord. And then I, it's kind of a blur. Yeah, you're so out of it. It's a little bit of a blur. The next thing I know, I feel like I was, like, they wheeled me back there sometime later. Mm -hmm. And he was already settled in the NICU. And I just remember looking at him through the, through the thing. Was everything good with his lungs and his growth for that week he had to do a little bit of blue light for the jaundice yeah his i think his lungs were at 100 percent. they said okay um he had to do a little ng tube for um a little feeding little feeding tube just because he would kind of fall asleep during those but he was in the NICU for two weeks how did you feel while he was in the NICU for that long Um, were you okay were you scared I mean, it's a lot to take in. I do remember finally crying upstairs. Mom was like, why don't you go be with your child? And it's kind of one of those things I'm like, well, I feel like I want to be there, but I feel like it's weird because I can't take my child home yet. What what do I do when I'm there? I can't. I feel like, you know, when your child's in the NICU, the nurses and doctors dictate everything. Yeah, you have to ask, can I hold him? Can I touch him? Can I change him? And so it's, I don't know, it's just weird. It's just a weird feeling. And I don't know, I mean, not gonna lie, I was kind of grateful for the two weeks of a full night's sleep. Yeah, you could So I could adjust myself. And heal. Um, yeah. Because that a physiotomy, I'll tell you. I was about to ask, how was Uh, that healing? That was... I've heard it's no terrible. No one ever tells. No one ever talks to you about that first doo doo. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was sounds a, terrible. That was. A, I would be scared. I mean, I was scared one. because my insides were cut, but I would be real scared. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was scared because I was, you know, afraid I was, was going to get afraid I was getting ripped ripped myself out yeah. too. Yeah. So, but I mean, everything was fine. Okay. Did you? Did your milk come in? Um, not really. No. Okay. Did you ever think I'm going to breastfeed? Not really, no. You, you know, I didn't feel like that, obviously, after I tried one time. <laughs> but I didn't know. Once you felt that fire burn? Yeah, then yeah. I was good. Okay, yeah. so you were fine doing formula. It didn't bother you. Yeah. And you, Okay, and end of the story, you got pregnant again. So did well, you know? I want to go back for a second. Oh, okay. What was it like when you did finally get to bring him home? Were you, like, paranoid and scared or, like, just normal first mom? So we got to do, before you can take home from the NICU, you have to do an overnight stay in the hospital. I wish somebody would have done this with me. <laughs> Who let me have children just all willy-nilly? <laughs> so you do an overnight stay in the hospital. They have, like, a little special family room. That's and right. And we ordered this, I mean... We ordered pizza, delivery pizza, and they have TV in there. Okay, so mean, it's a hotel. <laughs> they just make sure you know what you're doing um, with your baby? Yeah, I mean. Because you're so little. Like, yeah, I mean, they just come in there and, I mean, it's pretty much, it gets you used to everything. So that one night is how it's going to be. So Cody slept all night and I did it all. <laughs> okay. That's how it is. Um. Diaper changes. That was first ten. That was my first baby. I was like, okay, this is it. No more, no more playtime. Yeah. Did they do his 
circumcision. Yeah. Did you did when did they do that? When he was in the NICU or was he too little? No, this was um they didn't do that then. This was with that was with his um pediatrician, Dr. Moore, before he retired okay. because I distinctly remember one of the older nurses told me he couldn't eat before then before the procedure mm-hmm. and he was so pissed because he was hungry and ill and then when I got there Dr. Moore was like you didn't feed him and I was like bitch told me not to right <laughs> and he was like no they need to eat beforehand and I was like well that's why he's fucking ill yeah and so they had to do like that she, he kind of like gave him sugar water or something mm-hmm. to keep him kind of calm, calm. And I was like, well, you tell Karen over there the new rules. Yeah. Right. Nobody um, wants an unhappy until, baby. But either way, that was fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. all good. Do you wish you would have had time just married before you were, like, pregnant and sick and had a baby? Because I definitely wish I'd had time with just us. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't regret Mason, obviously, but, yeah. like, the timing. I'm like, I wish I had just married time. Like, we had dated for a long mm-hmm. time, just like you and Cody, but, yeah. like, it's different. Yeah. Looking back, yeah, same same exact feelings. Looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, we could have we could have traveled some we more. Done I could have done I could have done some more traveling or, yeah. or sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. But it's all good now. Yeah. I mean, okay. it is what it is, but I do feel yeah. that for yeah. sure. And then how did we get to Calvin? Oh gosh. Um Did you was a sibling a priority for you? Yeah, I know I definitely wanted to have two. Um, and I knew I was meant to be a boy mom. I just knew. Did you want girls? Or you don't care? I don't care, but I knew I wanted boys. Okay. I knew I wanted boys. I knew I was I knew I was meant to be a boy mom. I knew I wanted to raise gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Did that, you know that before Drake or after you yes. had Drake you were like, this is it? No, I knew that before. Okay. I okay. knew that before because I'm not your girly girl. I knew that. I mean, I'm fine. I'd be fine with a girl. Right. But I knew I wanted boys for sure. So... Calvin, let's just say hashtag that was around the Fifty Shades of Grey era. Oh, okay. that was a big time. That was a time in life. Yeah. But you knew you wanted Drake to have a sibling, so. Right. And here's Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was, um, we were on, um, what vacation was that? Oh, when that you told we, me? Yeah, I told. We were on vacation, yes, stuck um, in the car together, and she drops the bomb. Yeah, we were on vacation. That you were pregnant? Yeah. yeah. And mom said, get out and walk. Ah, she ah. sure did. How old was Drake? Um, What's their age gap? Well, so when Calvin was born, there are two and a half age gap. Okay. That's Ex- not bad. Like exactly no, that's two and a half age gap. I love that. I so, have to say, I, I was just worried about you. Yeah. So you knew going in, you might have preterm labor. Like they had. Yeah. And they should have done, they should have done a damn circlage. But I think they were going to check about a short cervix, but by the time they thought about checking that, it was too late. Too late. Almost. So this go-around was even worse. Of course, bring on the nausea, bring on the diclegis again, fine. Bad decisions were made, and we did did a four-wheeler ride at the farm. Julianne. (laughs) Okay. Come on now. Um, So I guess that got things going, and... I think that next day, I was like, okay, I think I need to go see Dr. Crawford. And so I went in, he, you know, there's a little, he did his little check, and he was like, yeah, you need to go in. And I was like, what if I don't? Because you knew what was awaiting you. Yes. 
It's like, what if I don't? And so there's a new there's a new sheriff in town. There was a new OB that was on call um, at the hospital, and she wasn't playing, which I was thankful for in hindsight. They went ahead and sent me to Vanderbilt. That was um, um, ambulance ride, right? Because so, I left work and came up yes. there with you. We took the ambulance ride to Vanderbilt. I was still having contractions. They weren't. It wasn't terrible. So they start the magnesium again. Great. But they wouldn't let you leave. Um. And yes, that one. I can't remember that doctor's name. And it's one of those. I don't even know if I would call it bittersweet. I still like. The mentality was even worse that go around. I know how to sit on my ass, but let me sit on my ass at my, at my house. house. Yeah, they had you on lockdown. Um, but I was stuck on bed rest at Vanderbilt, and I was so rude to everybody. And I could tell then she was miserable. I how far along were you at this so time? So I was twenty one weeks. It was oh, twenty two. So like super scary early. So yeah, early. I was like twenty two, and I'm like what barely viable. I don't even know. Right. Not, yeah, like, not even probably. You, yeah. And so, and I'm over here, but I'm getting there, rolling in, thinking, okay, they'll do the magnesium. They just want to watch me a little more. I'll stay here a couple of days, and they'll let me go home. Just like... Just like it happened. Just like last time. She was a prisoner. <laughs> just like last time. And then, you know, I was like, all right, so, you know, well, you know, when am I going home? And they just kept beating around the bush. They didn't say exactly what I'm saying. She just said, I just don't think that's a good idea. I just don't think... I just don't... don't Julian was calling people she knew in Nashville to see if she could stay with them so she didn't have to be at the hospital but could be close. Oh. Yeah. Were you four times. centimeters dilated then? Yeah, so I was four that's, centimeters dilated. I, I was like, he's coming yeah, out. Yeah, they were not le- letting you. Yeah, leave. which that's probably the size. That's how probably how big Calvin was at that time. Right, for real. Like, he could probably just slip down. Fall out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the doctors were right. You're just mad. So, yeah, I mean, I needed to stay. Um, as Grandma said, I needed to lie flat. Yes, lie flat. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I had my good days and my bad days as she says as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I had lots of visitors. It was really hard, Drake coming to see me and then having to see him go. And because he was still so young. I'm sure he didn't understand. No. Right. And that was hard. That you got was, good grandparents though. Yes, I have such the best village. Mm-hmm. Such the best village. Um, but that was, I think, the worst part. I mean, I just remember crying at the doctor, sobbing. I was like, when are you going to take my mental health into into effect like when are you gonna when are you going to worry about that because I'm like you've got my physical in check I'm like it's been two weeks now since I've been here so I mean there I'm expecting to stay here six weeks Mm -hmm. like I'm expected to stay here six weeks until I deliver Mm. six weeks or longer like that would be six weeks would be full term how did you bust out of there then I told, I told them that my stepmom's sister lives on um, just down the road from Vanderbilt, which she does, um, and, and she's an aunt. I mean, she's a nurse yeah. at I don't remember where Centennial, she was at the time. maybe, and I was going to stay with her. Yeah. So okay, I was gonna, I'm just going to come and, home. I am going home. And so... Um, and so they did one last check, and they're like, yeah, nothing's progressed. And so I was I was literally going to be five minutes away. I was like, she'll bring me in ASAP if something happens. And they were like, okay, well. 
And that Dr. Patel, she my BFF, I was like, you great, you MVP. And so um, I was like, Cody, come get me right now before they change their mind. Yeah. And so I busted on out of there. And How many weeks were you 40, when you finally got to leave? 40 minutes later, I went home. <laughs> um, that was 23 weeks. Well, you really held on then for a little bit at home. So I was three weeks stuck at Vanderbilt, and then I stayed four centimeters dilated for six more weeks. That's good. I don't know how I did that. It was crazy in hindsight for me to leave the hospital. It was very, probably very not a safe idea. But it's hard when your mindset is. Listen, I was in the hospital for two nights not long ago. And I swear, like, when I came home, I couldn't stay in my house. Like, I had to be outside. I had the windows open. Like, I felt so caged in. So I cannot imagine weeks of that. I mean, I I did message my OB, who is a, you know, a good family friend. And I was like, if I leave against medical opinion, what will happen? Yeah. I was like, can I leave? He was like, they probably, your insurance probably won't pay for your stay then. Mm. I was like, oh. And so, I mean, the like I said, just the mental health just drains you. And you can't really take much when you're pregnant. Yeah, and mom kept saying, mom kept saying, you better be nice to them and you better perk up because the psych ward is right across the street and that's where they're going to take you. And I said, fine, I'll have some gripper socks. (laughs) I mean, give me some relief. I was like, I don't care. Um, but I just remember, I just, I just remember praying at night. I was like, I was so selfish. I, I just prayed at night that I would go ahead and have this baby so I could go home. Mm. But I prayed that he'd be healthy. But I of was course. only 23 weeks. I was like, I was just, it was just the selfish thoughts. I was, it was just so, I was, so, I was such a dark place. It was the darkest place I've ever been in. Mm. I mean, and I don't even think that's selfish, really, because you had another child at home. Like, mm-hmm. your mom heart was so torn, I'm sure. It like, was torn, but... I, I don't even think that's selfish to want to go home. No. But it's, yeah, it's just such a, it's just such a tough spot to be in. It's but, miserable. Yeah. Um, Were you here when you went into labor with Cal? I was on the couch. Okay. I was on the couch, um, and I was like, I started timing him. I was like, yeah. I can obviously I know the feeling well by now all the you know the tummy hardening and yeah that's when I got to have the baby talk with my kids what's going on with Julianne <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so I called Cody I was like let's go get the bag and at this point I don't know why I didn't have it with me but I was like let's go get the hospital bag and then we went to hospital here in town to Nova at this uh, at this point along it was late I was late enough in my pregnancy where I could have the baby here in town and us not be Transfer. shipped to Vanderbilt. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the goal all along. So I made it to my goal, which is a blessing. It was great. This go around, I think it was 5.45 p.m. I knew Dr. Crawford was on call. I called him because I have a cell phone number. <laughs> I mean, y'all are besties because we have yes. we Y'all been through some stuff together. Yeah, we buddies. So I called him. He said he was at Chili's eating dinner with his wife. Then he come um, over. I said, "Hey, <laughs> I'm on the this Yeah, I said, "Hey, I'm on the way. See you there." I am in there in my gown. He came in, broke my water. They said, "Well, I said I'm ready for my epidural." And the nurse checked me 
And she said, you're at eight centimeters. Too late. And and she said, well, I didn't know what that, I mean, I knew what eight centimeters meant, obviously, but she was like, we we may have time for, and I said, what? And I just burst out in sobs. I was, we may have time for an epidural, excuse me? Yeah, that would be my worst nightmare, probably. And so, but. I'm such a baby. Because you have to wait for the blood work to come back. And I said, well, hurry up those lab people. Right. Um, the anesthesiologist comes in. I get a couple uh, numbing shots in the back. But as that is happening, I can actively feel him lowering. That's out. so good, You knew it was happening. I can actively feel him lowering. And I am, I mean, I'm just... I'm just screaming. I'm screaming the whole time, like, I pulled in the parking lot. I'm just screaming the whole hour. So, I pulled in. One whole hour. (laughs) I pulled in at 545, and and he came out at 645, I think. Wow. And so, Dr. Crawford came, like, she, they set me up after those pretend numbing shots. (laughs) And so, I said, yeah, I'm, and she was going to check me again. And stick her, do another cervix check, but she didn't even have to. I don't think she got very far. She felt the head. And so she said, Dr. Crawford! Yeah. And so he came in in his... In his date night. In his full... Uh, <laughs> well, he had put on his his uh, dressings and stuff, his gown and stuff then. I put my feet... He said, all right. He said, give me He said, give me a push. And so I said, all right, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> And literally all it took was one push, and I went in for another, and he said, all right, stop, let me do the rest. And so that's all it was. It was one push. I felt everything. The ring of and fire. Did you get cut this time? No. Okay. So one good push, that's all it took. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if nobody was there to catch him, it was just... Yeah, he was falling out. It was falling for. So he said, "Let me do the rest." Oh, but I did have an in, I have a, I did have an internal tear, mm-hmm. and so but the numbing shots numbed me up just in time for them to do an internal stitch. Okay. So I didn't feel that. Good. So that's good. They popped him on my chest, and obviously I was I didn't have any medications. I had no catheter. So honestly, I would do that one all over again. That one felt better. Yes. I would do that over the 90 minutes and epidural. Right. I would do that one all over again. All the way better. And I was so present, and I just looked at Cody, and I I just kept saying, he's here. He's finally here. He's here. He's here. And, but I was, I was missing Sissy at the time because she wasn't there. I didn't make it. But when you choose to have a baby in an hour, it's hard to get people there. Yeah. But honestly, though, I was glad you weren't there a little bit because I don't think you could have handled that one. The screaming? I was... She was screaming enough. I would have been too worried about you. The the nurse kept saying, I need you to breathe, Julianne. Mm -hmm. I need you to breathe because I was too damn loud. Well, Mom made it, right? Yeah. Did Joy? Joy made it just in time. I was like, where'd you come from? Um, Got to call in our backups. Yeah. And how many weeks were you when you delivered him? So I was 33. Okay. And you knew he would go straight to the NICU too. Like you'd been there. Yeah, not your first rodeo. Yeah. So they were the, yeah, NICU docs were waiting there for me. Um, Once again, they, you know, Cody got to cut the cord. They let me hold him. 
um, take pics, and then, um, you know, we had already had a, you know, we had already, since it, we had been in out a few times, we had done our stand at Vanderbilt, we had, they had already done all their testings and sh lung shots and stuff, they had already done all the prep work already. Wheeled down to the NICU. When did you find out about Cal's heart? Um, so that was day five of the NICU, which is why I say God had me um, give premature babies because day five, you know, you're already typically at home with your baby. Mm -hmm. um, and a NICU doctor noticed the heart murmur day five. Um, they called me, so I just start crying then. And uh, we go down there to the hospital. He notices the heart murmur. Um, he already sent the pictures to the Vandy doctor, and they want to see him down there right away. So they do the ambulance ride down there. The Just angel there. ride? Is that what it's called? Well, the it's not a, yeah. They do, well, they have an angel flight, which uh -huh. is the helicopter ride. Okay. But that's the more serious one. Okay. So we didn't have to do that one. We just had, like, since he had all of that stuff hooked up on him, um, they just did the ambulance ride. So it wasn't lights and sirens. It was just a nice, so we got there. Um, they hooked him up. Obviously, that was the best place for him to be. And I'm in a better mindset now because I had the baby and I'm not stuck Yeah. yeah. anymore. Yeah. I can come and go as I please, mm -hmm. but now my baby is stuck here, but... Once again, I'm not stuck. And you knew he was in good hands. I knew he was in right, good hands. Right, and he didn't need to leave. Yes. Um, so um, they keep updating me every day, and of course I could call whenever I wanted, um, and I could spend some time with Drakey now. Mm -hmm. He was, so five days at Tenova, and then he was a week in the NICU at Vandy, and then they did his heart surgery. He had open heart surgery on Halloween. His main aortic valve had a kink in it. So picture like a water hose, mm -hmm. you know, like when you kink it. when you kink a water hose. So they cut that kink out and then sewed those two parts together. So it might, it might um, like narrow again in the future. Um, so he can't play any, um, high intense contact sports no wrestling no football growing up how did you feel when he was in surgery were you in your right mind i would not be in my mind at all i, I was would just, like completely dissociated. you were fine i was i think y'all were all more worried than i was the waiting room was full of our entire family it was um i was i mean i was crying that morning i think because cody took so long the damn hardy's drive-through at oh, 5 a.m right. y'all were gonna be were late, late. Um, and the doc kept telling us, he because he told us the day before, he was like, I'm taking the child back at this time. He said, it's awkward when I don't meet the parents beforehand, but I'm taking them back at this time. If you're not here at this time, oh well. Too bad. Um, and so I was late, I was, we were late, but we made it there just in time. Um, so I was, I was stressing out beforehand, but during, I, I don't know, I felt calm. I felt at peace. Okay. I don't know, I just, I just felt good. Um, so surgery went good, not a hiccup. So now he's in the PICU, the aftercare. Um, he's super swollen. 
he did have some like uh he was on the ventilator he did have some problems then basically they just had to take him off the ventilator altogether and uh that he did he did start to breathe so he was breathing on his own and uh finally got to hold him then and so he seemed to like that so this is a little bit rough after that um did you have any postpartum with all this? No, for real. Because my birth was a C-section, but fine, and, like, postpartum hit me hard. My postpartum didn't hit me until until I think I got home. Mm-hmm. I think my hormones after... I think my hormones after um, pregnancy, after delivery, are typically the best I feel. Really? I don't know. Like, I got up, I was putting makeup on. Mm-hmm that week because you're on like a high i know i'm like is this like fight or flight yeah what is it because like in vanderbilt you know if your kids like the worst kind of kids or post-surgery kids or whatever you can um they offer you that room to stay in um overnight there that's where we came to see you yeah um and so we were staying there and i was putting on makeup there and i was i I was trying I was putting on. I mean, there was just so much going on around you too. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like that helped you keep going? Like everything that was your normal. I mean, I think I finally just felt like I I wasn't on bed rest anymore, and I wasn't pregnant. Okay, you were just relieved. Okay, are we done having kids? Yes. Okay. Like a hundred percent. Yes, I'm okay. done. But did the doctor tell you like if you did, this one's gonna come out like? Even earlier? I feel like they just keep coming out earlier and earlier. And I know if I had another one, it would be another shithead boy. Right. <laughs> and Cody wants his little princess. And I said, well, it's not going to be about me. But the kids are begging me for another little brother, little sister. And I said, um, we'll get another dog or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Henry and Emma count, don't they? I'm so like, they're good. I'm like, Cody's siblings are younger, so they'll keep having the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll have, yeah. They're, yeah, that's what I told Mason still too. Them out. But I'm like, no, y'all fight enough. They really, they go at it. Yeah. So for you, was the transition from no kids to one kid or one kid to two kids harder? Mm, I would say no kids to one kid. That was the hard one. Yeah. Maybe I don't know because I mean I remember a couple of rough nights with. You know, when the little one wakes up the older one in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. See, I got so fortunate. That never happened to me. Yeah. That's also I a mean, top worst fear. Don't like this. No, it was literally my biggest fear. Yeah. Calvin was a pretty good sleeper. Do you feel like now that they're older, they're true, like, firstborn, secondborn? Like, is your second one, like, oh, he's feral. falls to the wall? He's yeah. feral. Mm-hmm. He's literally feral. But he is my, he's the definition of Sour Patch. Like, he is. He's so lovey dovey, but he's I so mean, cute. He'll, he'll just run up and kick you and then run away too. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I love that life too. <laughs> so, I'm definitely done. I don't want any more. Dr. Crawford did say, I mean, he's retired now, but they, they would, I think they probably would take care of it for me if I wanted them to. You just have to do it from the hospital or what? Like, just the minute you find out you're pregnant, check in. <laughs> I know. Your baby's just come so early. Yeah. No, no, I mean, they would do, I'm saying, like, they would do um, a oh, tubal. They would do a tubal, like, what's it called? Get your tubes tied? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, I thought you meant take care of the baby. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I did too. Okay. So but they would like tie her too. No, yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So is that on the table or undecided? I do wish I'd had my tubes tied knowing what all I know now. Like right. knowing I can't have more kids. I wish I would have just had it done while y'all were in there for that yeah. C-section. Because going back in for a procedure, nobody wants to well, do that. Well, nobody will do one on me right now. But yes, I wish sure. I would have just, while you were already in there, mm -hmm. just tie them up. Yeah, you should have done that. I mm -hmm. should have, but I thought one. I wanted more. Yeah. Two for, two for one. But now that I have two, you know, two is a lot. And you got one of each. I do, but two is a lot even if there is one of each. Yeah. yeah. Two is a lot. Okay, thank you guys for listening to Mom Talk again. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast on the Purple Podcast app or at Spotify. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Thanks. Bye. Bye.